All right, y'all, has anyone ever heard the phrase, a dingo ate my baby? Did you all know what it was based on? I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that I had absolutely no idea the history behind that phrase, and now that I do, it definitely sounds incredibly callous. Hello? Welcome to A Murderous Affair. My name is Gabrielle, and this is the podcast where we talk about women in history known for mayhem and murder. Our woman of the week is Lindy Chamberlain, and she was accused and convicted of killing her nine-week-old baby. She maintained her innocence the entire time, saying that there was a dingo, a breed of wild dogs in Australia, who actually came and stole her baby in the nighttime. She was pardoned and released after serving three years in prison. Let's talk a little about Lindy Chamberlain's early life. She was born in New Zealand as Alice Lynn Murchison. She started going by Lindy at a young age and moved to Australia with her family. She married Michael Chamberlain in November 1969, and they lived in Tasmania for five years before moving to Mount Isa in North Queensland. Lindy's husband was a minister for the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Mount Isa. The Chamberlains had two sons, Aiden and Reagan, and their first daughter was born in June 1980 and named Azaria. The Chamberlains had planned a family camping trip in August where they'd be exploring Australia's famous Ayers Rock which stands around 1,100 feet above the ground. They arrived at the campground on August 16th, and the first day, the family spent hiking around the different rock formations while Lindy was holding baby Azaria. At one point, Lindy claims to have looked up and seen a dingo on the rocks that was quote-unquote casing her baby. Later that evening, as the Chamberlains socialized with other families at the campsite, multiple others also saw dingoes as it got later in the evening. One woman named Sally Lowe and her husband Greg were among those who were camping in the area that night with their own baby. Sally testified saying that she remembers walking to a trash can to throw some food away and turning around to find that a dingo was actually following a few feet behind her. Lindsay's husband Michael and their son Aiden entertained themselves that night by throwing scraps of food to the dingoes, while Lindy scolded them, saying, quote, you shouldn't encourage them. Lindy put both Reagan and Azaria asleep in the same tent, and then came back to join the other campers at the barbecue. Around 8 p.m., a baby cried out, and Lindy went back to the tent, only for the shout that soon the entire world would be able to, quote, to interrupt the night, quote, my god, my god, the dingo has my baby. Blood was found on the rug of the Chamberlain's tent, and paw prints were tracked away from the tent. The trail itself was hard to follow, but at one point, investigators found a large indent on the ground that had a weave pattern, as if the dingo or had care- had laid something on the ground before continuing. Unfortunately, investigators and people on scene were unable to track the dingo's prints from this part of the campground. One camper reported talking to Michael, who hadn't joined in on the search, 
and who said something that stuck with him. Michael said, quote, she's probably dead right now, before adding, I am a minister of the gospel. A massive search of almost 300 people was held, but nothing turned up until August 24th. It was then that Wally Goodwin found Azaria's bloody jumpsuit, shoes, diapers, and singlet that she was wearing. The jacket that she was also reported as wearing was not found. After Azaria is presumed dead, the investigation turned towards the parents, Lindy and Michael. Rumors begin spreading, as they tend to do in cases such as this, and one of the most prominent rumors was that Azaria was sacrificed in some kind of religious ceremony. A while before Azaria's death, Lindy had taken her in for a medical checkup, and she had dressed the baby in all black which actually stuck with the examining doctor, enough to have been curious to look up what the name Azaria means and find a meaning that was, quote, sacrifice in the wilderness, which I know sounds really freaky and way too spot on, and I think it's mostly because in part it was. See, I looked up the name Azaria and found that it usually means variations of whom God aids or God has helped. So I'm not really sure where they found the meaning sacrifice in the wilderness. What this all led to was an absolute circus of an investigation. Wild dingoes were shot and examined by vets. Park rangers stuffed baby clothes with meat and left them out for dingoes in order to compare those rips and tears in fabric. One inspector even noted that the clothes were found close to where the family was hiking and said that people who had seen Lindy holding baby Azaria that night, quote, assumed she was holding a baby when they could have seen her holding a white bundle. So alluding to the possibility that Azaria may not have even been there that night. In October of 1980, the police questioned the entire family at their home. Lindy, her husband, their son Aiden, and their son Reagan. During this visit, their car is also searched for evidence. In February 1981, the coroner concludes his report by saying that he believes a dingo took Azaria, but that her body had been disposed by someone else. Later on that year, a raid was actually led at the Chamberlain's house, where a seizure of 300 items, including clothes and scissors, were taken. After having taken their car and investigating it, blood was reportedly found in large quantities, charges are brought against Lindy for murder and her husband Michael for accessory after the fact in February of 1982. During the trial, the prosecution argued that Azaria was killed by Lindy very quickly and the story about the dingo was nothing more than, quote, a fanciful lie calculated to conceal the truth. Multiple witnesses were called to testify, including Sally Lowe, who said that Lindy was only away from the barbecue for six to ten minutes and that she heard the baby cry, quite a serious cry, right before Lindy went and saw Azaria had been taken. Most of the other witnesses actually testified stories that seemed to support the Chamberlain's accounts of what happened that night. Another woman, Judy West, says that she heard Lindy yell out, the dingoes got my baby, right after she heard a low and deep dingo growl nearby. She also told how she'd actually have to beat a dingo earlier that day when it tried to grab her 12-year-old daughter by the arm and pull her away. There was also evidence brought by the prosecution in the form of biologist Joy Cool, who said that the tests that she'd run on the blood found in the Chamberlain's car belonged to an infant. However, and this is probably one of the stupidest medical or like evidence-based routines I've ever heard of, these samples that she'd taken were also destroyed soon after the results came through, which was apparently considered to be a standard procedure in her practice. Also, in 1979, the Chamberlains actually picked up a hitchhiker who happened to be bleeding in their car, 
and no effort was made to compare the blood to that person to see if it matched. There was an, also an argument made by the prosecution's witness that a baby's head wouldn't fit in a dingo's mouth. The person who said this was like the leading expert on dogs attacking humans in London. But on the cross-examination, the expert was shown a picture that had a dingo holding a baby doll by the crown of its head and the dingo's teeth were down by the doll's ears, which basically means that a dingo could in fact fit approximately a baby-sized head into its mouth. The expert, whose name was Bernard Sims, then admitted that his statement that a baby's head wouldn't fit in a dingo's mouth was wrong. Lindy Chamberlain was called to the witness stand during her own trial. She described what her daughter was wearing, quote, a white knitted jacket with a pale lemon edging, and the cross-examination was less questions and more statements from the prosecution. In fact, one quote was that the prosecution said, Miss Chamberlain, might I respectfully suggest to you that the whole dingo story is a mere fantasy. So not even like real questions, but just more like we've already decided you are the murderer and don't you think this whole thing sounds ridiculous. At the end of the trial, the jury found Lindy guilty of murder, which came as a surprise to almost everyone. One juror said it ultimately came down to whether or not you believed it was a dingo. Michael was actually also convicted of accessory after the fact, but received a suspended sentence. After the trial, Lindy was granted temporary release while undergoing the appeal process, but her appeal was ultimately rejected not once, but twice. So obviously this story does sound a little bit fanciful. You know, the idea that a dingo came into a tent and stole the baby is one of those situations that you never imagine happening. However, I'm just really curious on how they went from, okay, a dingo stole my baby to obviously these parents wanted to kill their baby daughter. That just seems like such a big jump to make with no leading evidence that the parents would ever want to do this to their daughter. I don't know. It's just the whole situation is very strange. In 1986, a hiker named David Brett fell to his death during an evening climb on Ayers Rock. There was a search for his body and during that search, the police discovered an area full of dingo layers. And while searching that area, the police found Azaria's missing jacket. The missing jacket was actually held in secret in police custody until an investigative reporter heard about it while covering the climber's death. He threatened to run the story and say how the police were hiding evidence related to the Chamberlain's case, and eventually the chief minister ordered Lindy's release from prison due to the fact that there now seemed to be evidence supporting her story. Obviously, after her release, there was an investigation done to see how her case could have been handled differently. In May 1987, Justice Trevor Morling delivered a report 379 pages long, criticizing the prosecution and its witnesses. He is quoted as saying, it is extraordinary that the persons at the barbecue area at that time of and immediately after Azaria's disappearance accepted Miss Chamberlain's story and noted nothing about her appearance and conduct, suggesting that she had suddenly killed her daughter. On September 15, 1988, the Northern Territory Court of Criminal Appeals reversed all convictions against both Lindy and Michael. And there was a movie based on their experience, which is where I think that quote, a dingo ate my baby, became so kind of trivialized. But the movie was called A Cry in the Dark that had Meryl Streep playing Lindy Chamberlain. Lindy also wrote a book called Through My Eyes, and in her book she says that no other actress would have been able to play her better than Meryl Streep. Lindy was also awarded $1.3 million in compensation from the Northern Territory government for wrongful imprisonment. And that 
is the wild story of Lindy Chamberlain and the death of her baby Azaria. In Australia, if you ask, it seems about 50-50 across the population are torn about what to believe. Half of the people who know this story do believe that a dingo did, in fact, take Azaria while the other half aren't so convinced that Lindy is innocent. Honestly, I'm kind of inclined to believe that a dingo is the one at fault here. I mean, just the fact that there were witnesses at the barbecue who could place Lindy and Michael along a timeline and that it involves a lot of maybes and hypotheses that don't seem to hold up when it comes to trying to figure out how Lindy and Michael would or why they would have killed baby Azaria. But that's just my opinion. I'd love to know your thoughts on the Lindy Chamberlain story feel free to reach out to me on social media at Frumius Reads, F-R-U-M-I-O-U-S-R-E-A-D-S. I'm on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, and Instagram, or you can check out my homepage, frumiusreads.com, for all things bookish and murder-related. That's all I've got for you today. Thank you guys so much for listening, and stay spooky, friends. I'll talk to you next week. Goodbye.